for another session because we missed our flight and so here we are <laughs> with our beautiful Zelkia, <laughs> Matthew, Justine and myself Zane again. Um, beautiful day on the garden route South Africa and what are we going to talk about Justine? So I would love to hear from you um, about the balance between action and inaction, being and doing, it comes into our awareness that just by being here, we do so much. We are bringing codes down in multidimensionally. We broadcast them just with our presence. And I think we've all seen that and experienced that and recognizing the power of embodiment itself and just coming into a bodies is is such a sacred act in the cosmos and yet there is work to do and so there is this balance of do we just energize visualize sit in meditation and focus on being or how do we embody the action piece without getting caught up in the whole sway of life. And I know we'll talk about pendulums in a minute, but um, just speaking to that balance. Okay. Hmm. I think that the balance between being and doing is to be perfect. If when we do things without being, and we are in chaos and in mayhem and discord, or we or in a rush, we seem to create a little bit off of the frequency we wished for things to come in of, or we will create chaos and have to do it over again and repeat that, or we recognize through um, the hurry or rush we were in that we could have added a couple of better options and so everything in our life is our creation all of these things can be done with such precision and such a pure vision if you have the opportunity to be with yourself and that's in that silent good moments of self-love and care where you are in peace and good resonance and with beings that resonate with you and you make good choices in every area of your life that you are able to be when you eat healthy and make good choices and keep your body clean you feel good and you can be but you can be more in yourself um, and you decide to get others to help you with it <laughs> and you realize i need help and you're surrounded by the most amazing beings and they are open-hearted and giving and you magnetize a beautiful more purer and joyous timeline if we are able to be cool so it it, it sounds maybe like uh the target is being well you're doing <laughs> being in the middle of doing always holding your presence always holding your connection and um, operating through your channel ideally even when you're in worldly action um 
Justine, did you want to share from mm-hmm. our experience with that? Yeah, so Zane and I built our own house together, the two of us, and that takes a lot of doing and it's very effortful. And we also started our daily meditation practice at the same time to manifest finding our land. So we started sitting every morning to meditate and we would speak our intentions out loud and it would help us get on the same page first to visualize to very specific degrees after months of doing this together exactly what our land would look like and then when we put in our offer on the land that we found that was exactly what um it looked like in our mind's eye and descriptions there was a rainbow in the sky for us and then that is balanced by going out and looking at land and thinking is this it or not and so that process of being helps you really attune to what it is exactly that you want to do and it could be very specific for us of today we visualize passing our electrical inspection and we see smooth ease with this person that's coming to look at our work or today we visualize the metal roof going on and like who's gonna do it we are so there is this point of once you've sat and just being um, and honing in your vision then there is the component of bringing it down into the material world that i think can be frustrating for some of us who feel like well I should just be able to sit and materialize my house around me. Well, guess what? Now that we're done, we're not done. It's never done. But to this degree of the building process, when we wake up every morning, we're materializing our home around us. And so that relationship of presence through sitting and meditation and silence and then voicing our intention and our visualization through the physical act of doing brings it into this reality but then each moment sends you past your inspection or whatever it may be you are materializing this space i was even this morning looking at photos of the house to try and find one to share with you zelkia seeing mm-hmm. wow since we built this so much has happened still and it doesn't feel that way and so There is this incredible relationship with the material world. Once you embody something, then with every moment when you wake up, you are manifesting this around you. So um, not letting inertia build when you're thinking, I should just be able to manifest the pearl in my hand and actively energizing because of this dimension and density the realization of what you see in your mind and heart. Yeah, nice. <laughs> totally. Nice. Yeah, it's a process because we we came down into density to a degree to experience, you know, physicality, and and so it's not instantaneous in the same way. You know, the situation of us coming down physically into a body is very much about experiencing this density and experiencing physicality. And this is part of the grand design of creation is to be here in this density and 
physical interaction, I think, I think we have a tendency in the kind of spiritual community to look down on physicality, like, oh, it's so dense here. I don't want to be here. I'm going to go back to my plasma creation space where things are manifested at the speed of thought. <laughs> and it's ironic because there's an aspect of us that's there all the time operating in that space where things are perfectly fluid and we are manifesting everything. And, and truly, we are here too, but it's at a different density. And this is what I think we talked about with the new octave. This really is the pinnacle of creation, is to come into a body and experience Ooh. manifestation propagating through physicality. And so um, I actually was thinking when you were talking, Justine, about... Uh, it's just like with the medicine journeys, when you go inside and you do all this dimensional work on your field, what I've experienced is it has a, its hardest time kind of percolating down the dimensional layers into your actual physical body. That's like the crux of the whole experience. Can, can we get all those uh, redesigned blueprints to seat in to our physicality and have them expressed through our physicality? So that we're absolutely vital and in our best as we're operating together here on earth, bringing this new realm of creation forward, right? <laughs> and in the meantime, we're purging density out of the system. And so it's, it's kind of funny, like, yeah, I mean, I, I've had Rhoda, for example, say, you know, like, it's just your frequency, just your frequency. That's all you need to do. You already are doing everything, you know, and, and it's just bringing that onto the planet. And when you look at the planet from a frequency perspective, I think that's absolutely true. But then there is this tricky process of bringing it the final step, <laughs> physical manifestation. And we need to recreate the world physically as well as energetically. We need to redesign the geometries, the light blueprints, the, all of these crystalline layers. But then there's also this real physical density, you know? And, um, and, and, and yet, meantime, you know, again, I can find some peace in knowing that just by incarnating on the planet, for example, when I sleep, I know I'm doing massive work every night. I come out of these dreams sometimes exhausted. I'm like, wow, I don't usually remember much of it. I don't even know that it would make sense from this perspective because it's so dimensionally out of phase. And just by moving through this incarnation grid, we're opening up, opening up pathways where we can bring massive change into this system. Um, wow. And yet, like in my relationship with Justine, I see... I see your movement, the way that you bring things down into physical creation. You know, right after we built our house, Justine founded this amazing school, you know, and it's created all of these little spin-off points of inspiration where her leadership team is now emulating this behavior and learning from it and creating their own versions of, uh, you know, this movement, I think, that, you know, this process, the grand emergence. Um, and so there's, there's ultimately somewhere a magical balance, right? Ultimately, and, definitely, wow. Um, and I think maybe that segues us into talking a little bit about pendulums. Um, I think a lot of us have intuitively felt at some point in our lives, oh, here's an avenue that appears it, it would be in alignment. Like, for example, Matthew, you were an environmental science major and we were talking earlier about 
how you tried kind of doing some of the, the actual like marine biology and stuff and it just feels so like dead and stagnant and then you went into the policy work and it's like you're always getting bought out by some corporation or investor and there's just this feeling of like what these should be a good fit but they don't quite actually feel right mm -hmm. inside and i think it brings us to the issue of pendulums so do you want to talk a little bit, Justine, about what a pendulum is? And we can keep it brief. Obviously, Brian Scott um, wow. talks about Vladim Zeeland's work in depth. And if you want to listen to a two-hour episode on pendulums, we would highly recommend that, right? Yes, <laughs> um, but the just for the Brian moment. <laughs> and you can add to the definition, all of you. Um, but... The way that he describes it, Vladim Zeeland in Reality Transurfing, which is what Brian Scott is doing a deep dive discussion on in his episodes. It's the second episode is Pendulums. Um, pendulums are when a group of humans come together, two or more, and have a common goal, and they actually energize an entity, an energetic entity that is separate from them, that takes on a life of its own. And then its goal is to basically accumulate more energy, um, which is done by finding people that relate to that common goal and moving people towards it. And so uh, pendulums can be creative and joyful and loving and amazing. And they can also be destructive uh, where they feed off of energy. So politics, social media, education, which I've found myself in, those are all examples of pendulums and they can narrow themselves um, and also get really expansive. But that I think is the basic definition of a pendulum. Yeah, and, and I think uh, just to go a little bit deeper, two-party politics in the United States is a really ideal example because it shows the duality. So, you know, we've watched this happen in America. I mean, I, I'm, I'm young, but for older, like my parents' generation, literally the pendulum switches Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, over and over, it goes back and forth. And meanwhile, nothing ever changes. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that energetically, what you see is people feeding energy. Oh, these people are so bad. The Republicans are so bad. And then on the other side, you know, these, these, these liberals are so bad. They're all feeding energy into the same structure, mm -hmm. which is really a false creation. You know, it's government. It's designed to limit us, constrict us. It's, it's uh, part of the inversion system. And instead of taking that energy, claiming it yourself and using it for your own creation, you're feeding into this weird energy construct. And ultimately that energy is then being harvested by the whole AI system, yada, 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 and you're out of your creation, so. And just to add to that example, if we're sitting here talking about how horrible the government is, that I'm not even on either side because the government, this and that, and you're still feeding the pendulum. So it's not even just which side are you on of the pendulum? Are you putting your energy, your thought, which is a sacred act towards this thing that exists? So, um, for or against, within, without, you're still energizing this pendulum if it's occupying your mind in right. your conversation. And I think one way to easily kind of test, am I dealing with a pendulum? Sometimes you could have a statement that's like, you know, I am against, right, you're saying like, 
remove the negative out of it. Remove so use affirmative statements only. This is something we talk about with dowsing or other practices. The the negative language is part of the trickery of our English languaging, at least. Um, when you say, you know, I do not like this or I do not subscribe to this, you're still ultimately energizing that same construct. So, um, so, so I think the reason why we wanted to bring this up is because let's say you're looking at the world and, and you were talking yesterday, Zilkia, about the judiciary, right? And you're like, oh my God, all of these judges are so corrupt and the bar system and yada, yada, yada. We need to go fight this system. We need to bring this system down. Well, suddenly, are you feeding energy into that pendulum at that moment? I mean, how? let's try to look at like a real world example of how you would navigate that system and be in creation and still be diffusing energy from this old inverted system, if that makes sense. In my personal experience, I have been doing this work and have uh, had the honor of serving beings who are in the judiciary and who are awakening inside of the judiciary and are uh, working towards assisting uh, more truth to be exposed and true justice to be brought and exposure inside the judiciary system. So uh, for me I would focus on the fact that this is actually beginning to happen on our planet because in, within everything of this whole structure breaking itself down as you realize in a food movement that it's unhealthy, you move over to organic. And so you search and you do effort in your area and you find a lovely person growing food, a lovely person that's got cheese, all local, well looked after. And instead of really just putting all your focus on screaming and shouting and fighting with the people that are poisoning food, you also, you, the action and the pendulum that you are giving your attention to is supporting those people who are um, uh, doing the right thing and yes and also possibly instead of fighting fighting against the old pendulums rather help to let every single friend you know what good produce you are finding locally and and yes, so, so your attention is going to this beautiful pendulum that you're creating, that everyone else has created, and you're adding to it, and what makes you happy, what makes you joyous, what do you want to see in the world, and are you partaking in, bringing that in? That is the pendulum you wish to, to be um, potentially assisting in creating in certain places in the world, because so many beautiful new ways of living with creation and being completely and fully grateful towards creation and in honor of creation in everything you do is the pendulum these are the kind of pendulums we are beginning to sway and such beautiful ones are swaying everywhere across the world from food to beautiful clothes ways people are building their homes how um, certain People are coexisting and we've got so much to put our attention to. We cannot waste our time on all this nonsense part. Taking, taking some of it down or upgrading it or giving a better version. We, we've, 
um, can say, well, look at this outdated. This is outdated. It causes destruction and pain and suffering and poisoning. Why don't we try this way and then put all our attention in and partake in this beautiful creation together? Yeah. Yeah, and so maybe if you were, say, a lawyer and you woke up in that system, well, can we create a new pendulum within this inverted pendulum that's bringing truth, you know, would be an example. Um, The energy is manifesting in the affirmative positively always, right? And that's the creation space that we're looking for. There's an interesting balance. I mean, when I reflect on my my personal journey of sort of waking up, shall we say, um, you know, like learning in high school about taking a class on the Kennedy assassination and and then kind of that spiraling into all the conspiracy theories and which are actually, you know, many are truth or some version of truth and and then, you know, deconstructing the worldview we've been given and starting to construct your own worldview. It's easy at some point in that process to get caught in a loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it happened to me. I know it happens to many others. Um, I, I started spiraling and especially um, uh, when the whole pandemic situation started uh, I was, you know, getting so much information in my email and my inbox and so many articles. And, and I remember at one point I was like, I need to just sit down and put aside a day and catch up on all this. And I was about halfway through, you know, a few hours into all of this stuff of look at, look over here and look over here. And this is bad. And this is bad. And our water in our house shut off and we had just you know, we built our own house and we had dropped our own well pump and it was one of the most stressful things we did. And I carried a lot of anxiety around it. And at that time, we didn't really have money to fix something if there was a drastic problem. In the middle of that research, my exact fear manifested. I ran down to the well house, the pump had overloaded. I thought it was maybe dead, um, which was a massive problem. Potentially, we had a neighbor already hooked up that water and I just I centered and I was like hyperventilating and I tried to bring my energy down and calm myself and I flipped the breaker again and the pump fired up and I remember I was like oh my god thank you thank you thank you I went inside I closed my laptop and I said I am done and Justine had been encouraging me for a while you know stop this research like it's really spinning you into negative thinking and what I didn't understand then that I understand now is that I was Feeding the exact pendulum that I was in opposition to, you know, being in opposition to something is still feeding it. And so um, I kind of held true to that. And it was amazing. There was this internal transformation that took place. Way more information started coming through my channel, you know, like it was it was pure information. It was in my signature frequency dropping in. Um, you know, focusing on, on meditation and getting downloads that way. Um, and, and at this point, a couple of years later, it's almost funny to look back on that because it seems so distant. Um, so I think a lot of us are still, you know, struggling with, uh, getting a little bit obsessive, shall we say, with information streams and, uh, it's time to switch to creation, right? Like you, you had said the other day, Zelkia, that yeah. this is the end of fighting. It's the, the creator beings are here. We're incarnate on earth. 
we're conscious and we're ready to do this. Absolutely. If we walk out into the world as we are, each of us are really participating very beautifully and are in action and become that example and hearts are able to heal and um, safe the safe haven of the souls that are here on earth by our love that we give one another is nurtured we will more and more sway that beautiful pendulum and if these these circus shows or you know these these whole platforms of chessboards and these threatening beings who are taking percentages of the human race's finances and creating weapons of war and putting weapons into young men's and everybody's hands and um, teaching uh, and inspire or inspiring initiating uh, slaughter mass slaughter and this through tv games and who knows what all else we have the birthright to say we are not giving you our collective energy and for you to drive suffering into our children we can just say that and say no and say this is our choice this is what we want to do this is the way we're going to do it we're going to live with and by the flow of life itself and the answer is no and we bring in the new way and we do it with love and it's happening all over the world everything if there's so many solutions exploding everywhere and all we need to do is join and support each other and open source i always keep on mm. coming down to the same end <laughs> sort mm -hmm. of but it's it's almost actually super simple if we can just all bring our heart rates down and breathe and heal and hold each other and and take on something beautiful in this world and inspire every heart to heal um, and take on something beautiful in, and participate in this beautiful, beautiful, perfectly crystallized pendulum of yeah. love. Yeah. yeah, so much incredible orchestration behind the scenes to get us to this point. And it's like now <laughs> here we are in, in a creation space. You know, the frequencies are all available. Everything, any code in the, in the whole universe, I feel, is available right now on earth and it's about finding that inner clarity and this obviously the cleanse process is so key i think working with plant medicines is so key you know if that's your path um to tuning into your source vibration because it ultimately this is a tapestry of so many beautiful codes from all across the universe all of organic creation coming together working together in symbiosis on planet earth a galactic seed planet right Creation wow, space, so, yes. um, we should celebrate Ooh. that and <laughs> embrace <laughs> embrace this opportunity really you, you know and, and stop looking to history stop looking behind us stop looking for this and that is bad yada yeah. yada 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 you know stop and look at your heart and feel your heart and have those pauses and allow your soul to bloom and blossom with creation and then 
start getting into action. Do you want to say anything? No, but no. Just incredible, Zane. Thank you. Really amazing. 